As someone who has spent most of my life being what I refer to as a recovering people pleaser, and I realize that's just words, I have always struggled with wanting people to be happy. I've always wanted people to get what they want. I want people to be happy. And when they're not, there is there has always been a very interesting uh, dichotomy in terms of my reactions. Uh, and I've, I've become much more mindful of this. And this is where mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice have helped me to be able to recognize that what makes things so challenging for me in terms of how I react and respond to other people being unhappy, dissatisfied, disappointed, or even angry at me or feeling like I have failed them somehow, that there has always been, when I look at this, and it's not really, this isn't really analysis, but it's just really taking a deeper look at this, that my reactions tend to be uh, one of either going into that very mindless, robotic, people-pleasing mode where I just, you know, what can I do? How can I make this better? What do you need me to do? And it's kind of like what I've referred to. I've joked around with people about this that sometimes it is it's it's kind of like I'm dancing would be the would be the word for this. I didn't make that up. This is something that I've had said to me numerous times. And it's not that I'm necessarily physically doing that, but it's more along the lines of me being careful to say things a certain way or to say certain things or to do certain things because of the fact that I recognize that someone isn't happy, that someone is not getting what they want. And so I either compensate for that by doing these things and it do, it definitely does exhaust me. The other side of this, which is kind of what I refer to as the ugly side of this, the side of this that is not so pretty, is that whether or not I go into that mode of people pleasing, if I'm not if I'm not aware, and thankfully mindfulness practice has helped me to become aware much sooner. And it's not about it's not, you know, it's not necessarily about keeping track and showing uh, this, you know, ever increasing uh, progress of realizing this sooner and sooner. It's just more along the lines of how do I, uh, what, you know, what do I practice in order to become aware when I am starting to dance, so to speak. And at the same time, the other, uh, the ugly side of this is that I can also become very resentful. And, I, and, and the resentment itself really uh, uh, comes from two distinct places. The resentment can very well be that I am, like, oh, I am overextending myself energetically and psychically and physically in some cases trying to, uh, trying to make it better, trying to soften the blow, so to speak. Trying to, uh, you know, kind of bring someone in for a soft landing because I see them unhappy and not getting what they want or not being happy with what they have. And there's always that nurturing, caring part of me that I, that I have, and, and this has been through years of, of working through this in therapy and undertaking various healing modalities. I'm really just speaking today more along the lines of how this has 
from a mindfulness standpoint, from an awareness standpoint, from really just getting back to the basics and getting back to the core of where all of these mind trips that I can take myself on have their roots in and, and where, you know, where does that all start? And for me, it all starts in the mind. And it may be, it, and, and even if I find myself physically contracting, uh, that's only because what's happening in my mind is I am being, tri- I'm being triggered and I take responsibility for that. I'm not, I'm not blaming that on anyone else. I have my, my typical way of responding and I don't want it to define me. I don't want to identify as the guy that's the recovering people pleaser. But when I say that phrase, it is because I, I want to convey that I have not fully healed from that. I don't know if I will ever fully heal from being a people pleaser, from someone who deeply wants to take care of people, a person who has a deep, uh, a deep desire to nurture people, to be nurturing, to be caring, to be with people, uh, not only through the good times, but also through the times when they are struggling and when things are not so good. Uh, it's not ever something that I consciously chose or wanted to do. It's just, and I realize some of this gets very complicated because of the fact, and it goes way beyond uh, what, you know, what my level of knowledge and understanding is that has to do with, you know, early childhood development. But in my case, I know that the only thing that I can do, I can't fix it, so to speak, I, I definitely can and do take responsibility for it, but the only thing that I've really ever been able to do that has helped, and it's not so much even doing it, but it is really just a change in my being, has been to practice mindfulness and to see these thoughts arising and to notice what happens between my ears, so to speak, what happens in my brain when I feel myself being triggered that somehow... I'm, I'm presented with someone, and it may be someone that I know very, very well. It may be someone that I don't know very well or have just met uh, very recently that it all tends to play out in a very similar, pa- very similar pattern. And when I can be, all I really have to do is be aware. There, there doesn't, I don't have to overwhelm myself with all of these things that I need to do and to remember when I find myself in the mode of people pleasing and usually finding myself in and really operating in one of two paradigms. I am either really dancing and really trying to make it better for someone. And there is resentment that comes up because I find myself, I wear myself out ultimately. And, uh, and that's physically as well as mentally, or there are times, and I had a couple of, of uh, and that's really what brought about my wanting to speak about this today, is that I found myself in the more rare, uh, and it's something that doesn't happen nearly as often, but it is the, it is the, the, what I refer to as the very different response that I have when I'm confronted with someone who is not happy, uh, you know, who is, who is struggling in some way who is dissatisfied with their lives, they're unhappy with the way things are. There's a lot of ways I could speak of this, and I realize that it manifests itself differently in each individual. We all have our different ways of, uh, of our, the signals that we give through our behavior. But I, had, I found myself 
really feeling a tremendous amount of resentment a couple of distinct times this past week where and in these these were people that you know are have been in my life for a long time and there was this, this feeling of frustration through seeing them continuing to be unhappy uh, continuing to be dissatisfied with their lives not really liking where they are so to speak and I understand this because I have been there I've certainly had my moments of being unhappy and I've certainly had my moments of being dissatisfied and uh, not really liking the way things are. But I have always tended to externalize a lot of that and find myself, you know, distracting myself through trying to nurture other people uh, and shepherd them through that process of trying to make them happy. And uh, it's never it's never really worked. The more that I have tried to do that, I found that it really doesn't necessarily make anyone happy. Maybe it's just a quick fix, but it really doesn't solve the problem. And then I've worn myself out physically and mentally. And so in certain situations in my life, I have certain dynamics with people that have been in my life a long time where I have clearly recognized that... I no longer, there's nothing that I can do to fix it and make it better. And I want to, and it breaks my heart. It literally breaks my heart to watch people. And I know I'm not the only one who has this particular experience, but it is very painful. And my human heart breaks when I see people that are continuing to be very unhappy and bringing that unhappiness. And and they may not even realize it. There's no way that I can ever know. But when I am finding myself, you know, moving through a day, feeling some joy, sometimes feeling the joy in the midst of disappointment and things not going so well, and sometimes I am just having an off day. Sometimes I'm not happy about the way things are. And I know that I may just not have the bandwidth to deal with it when, when I see this in other people. And especially when I've been down the road a long, long way with people, trying to people please, trying to help them, trying to really help them in a more healthy way uh, due to, you know, working through therapy for years and various healing modalities, you know, trying to actually do what I can, but realize that it's not up to me to make them happy. And that's a tough one for me. It's always been a tough one, but that resentment is something that troubles me in a different way because I find myself when I just the, when I when I skip the people pleasing mode and the nurturing mode so to speak and I go right into resentment it is something that I become aware of and it's very easy for me to judge myself or judge myself harshly or beat myself up emotionally and feel like, how can I be this way to someone? How can I, you know, seemingly close my heart to someone and not feel sorry for them at all? And I've been there and I was there a couple of times this week and that is not who I want to be. That's not how I want to be. But I know that the more I try to be who it is that I think that I should be, then I become even more resentful because I'm trying to push myself to be something that I'm not. And I'm pushing against the river, so to speak, trying to make whatever is, uh, you know, trying to somehow, trying to somehow change that. And, uh, it doesn't really work for me. It never really has worked for me. And so I can find myself, it's 
being resentful and being frustrated with someone and being, I think what I hear younger people refer to as being over it, so to speak. I hear that from time to time. I realize that I can do that. It's, it's really a coping mechanism, but it's a temporary coping mechanism because I know that I can't continue to move through life being frustrated with someone, uh, you know, getting to a place where I really can't open my heart to them any further because I've, I've, I've been down this road with them so many times. And the only thing that I've really ever been able to do has been to just be aware that I'm having these thoughts, to just be aware that I'm having these reactions, to just be aware that somehow I am finding myself in a place where however I am reacting is manifesting itself in thoughts of frustration with people, of being tired, uh, of dealing with people's stuff, so to speak. And uh, just wanting really to shut it out and shut them out. And that is, I again, as I had mentioned, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that guy. And when I found myself there earlier this week, you know, feeling this way immediately, like, no, it felt like there was no thought. This was just, I was reacting. It was all happening so quickly that I was overwhelmed and I was ashamed of myself for feeling this way. I was, I was judging myself harshly. I wondered what was wrong with me. How could I, you know, how could I really feel this way about someone that I clearly love and care about? And so all of this is going on and it's compounding. It's like a big snowball rolling downhill. And I can get to a point where I can be emotionally overwhelmed and then I'm more unhappy and more unhappy and more dissatisfied and feeling like uh, essentially life is become, has become so burdensome and so complicated and I just want to run away and hide. But instead of doing that, I recognize, because I've done that before too, running away and hiding has not been the solution either. It's very counterintuitive. It seems like it would be. But then what happens is I find myself in a place where I run away and hide, but I'm taking me with me. Kind of like that old saying, wherever you go, there you are. So that doesn't really work either. So the only thing I can really, the only place I can find myself where there is an opportunity to heal, where there is an opportunity to uh, to be the person that I feel like I really do want to be ultimately, uh, is to open my heart to people, is to just recognize that I am not doing that in, in a given moment and, and recognize that I am closing my heart to someone temporarily. I am thinking uh, thoughts that are very much, you know, they're reactive thoughts. They're judgmental. I'm, ju- you know, most likely judging the other person and that's in varying degrees of intensity. And at some point I can just be with that. I can simply just let myself feel what I feel and whether I like the way that, you know, whether I like the way it feels or not and, and, and just accepting it, being open to it. And if I can even welcome it because it is ultimately what's happening, it, it is who I am, uh, whether or not I like it, whether or not I am okay with it, I just can be present and however it feels. And at some point I can recognize that this is just how it is and that I'm not really, I'm not really stopping loving people. I'm not closing my heart to people really. 
it feels that way because I'm thinking that way. And that I can just give myself some time and space and recognize that right now, these are the thoughts that are occurring and just let them run their course without me trying to stop them because I don't like them or they don't speak well of me. This isn't who I want to be. I can just simply let myself be in this place where this is the way I'm reacting to someone's behavior that is triggering me or setting me off. And uh, when I'm recognizing that I can't really dance for them, I can't really fix it, I can't really rescue them, uh, that I can just simply accept and be open to how they are and how I am. And, if, and, and in this case, I may not like how they are, are behaving. I may not like how I'm behaving. I'm many times confronting that, both of those things, at the same time. And it makes it more difficult to cope. But if I can just come back to come back to my own center, come back to my own spiritual heart, come back to that place where I can just recognize, okay, this is happening. They're acting a certain way. This other person or people are acting a certain way. I'm reacting and responding to it. And it's not that I need to repeat this to myself over and over again. I'm really just verbalizing what ultimately is an opportunity for me to come into contact with what is taking place at the moment, but it doesn't define me just because I'm reacting this way because I'm seemingly closing my heart to people temporarily or are doing that, getting frustrated with people, getting tired of people's stuff, uh, or finding myself feeling like I need to somehow dance for them and make it better. And then when it really doesn't make it better, then I'm back in that place of resentment again. I can save myself all of these gyrations by just recognizing how I'm reacting and responding to any behavior that I see that's in front of me that's being that's basically being shown to me by other you know another person or other people and just recognize how how I you know what is happening in my head how am I reacting how am I responding what are those thoughts not analyzing them, not trying to judge them, just simply paying attention to them. And then it's kind of like this process where I can begin to just, you know, recognize this. Oh, okay, this is, I'm doing this again. And then if I can recognize I'm doing this again, so to speak, without trying to stop myself from doing it again, from trying to somehow choreograph this to play itself out differently, if I just don't really buy into what, you know, believing what it is that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling in any given moment, I can just simply accept and really be expansive enough to recognize that this is just part of the human experience. And I can trust that if I don't give energy to these thoughts, if I don't give any more time to these thoughts, and if I don't identify with them and allow them to turn into beliefs, then at some point I really will be able to cope. I will be able to let go of this resentment that I might be feeling. I might be able to let go of the this feeling, this compunction, this need to dance for other people and make it better for them. I can actually, if I recognize this soon enough, I can actually be with people in their uh, dissatisfaction. I can be with people in their unhappiness. I can, my heart can open up to them and feel with them as much as I, I can't know what another person is really feeling, what it's really like for them, but I can be with them 
without needing to dance for them, without needing to make it better. And if I don't have any expectations of people at all and just open to who they are, then most likely I find that it is, it is certainly possible that I don't have to react to any way that they are because I don't have a need for them to be any of any certain way or any different than they actually are. And all of this is ultimately due to the practice of mindfulness. And then mindful coping is what happens when I continue to practice mindfulness on my feet, out in the world, out in the middle of life where it's all happening, when I don't have the time and the luxury of, and the space of being able to really stop and breathe and uh, and sit still or sit cross-legged on a cushion, I can simply do this in the middle of life while it's all happening. And I'm not doing it. It's just what happens the more that I continue the practice of mindfulness. And this is something that's available to anyone. There's nothing that I have done that has made me special to be able to do this uh, at the exclusion of anyone else. It is, it's the practice ultimately, the, the, the practice does bear fruit. Uh, it does actually make a difference in people's lives. Uh, but it's ultimately up to someone if they feel like this is, you know, and there are different ways of practicing this, but it is, it is something that is available to anyone should they choose it.